Hello and welcome. You've tuned into Active Listening with T4 Tactics. I'm Marco Galbraith, your host, and our podcast is all about personal success and networking. We'll discuss small business tips, health and wellness issues, personal safety tips, financial gain, and a variety of other topics from professionals in the field. And once in a while, we'll throw in our area of expertise, firearm safety and active shooter response for businesses, churches, and schools. So sit back, relax, listen, and learn. Active listening with T4 Tactics. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Active Listening with T4 Tactics. I'm Marco Galbraith, your host. We got Tracy Campbell in the studio, and Tracy's uh, you've been an instructor, firearms instructor for ten years, right? About yes. ten years, yeah. And I know from following you on Facebook and being friends, you've taught a lot of people. Yes, you're in Appomattox. Yes, yeah. Okay, so Tracy and I have been going back and forth on Facebook Messenger about some, um, I guess, shortcomings with firearms training right um we're not know-it-alls we're not we're not this isn't an ego podcast but um we started talking about a company that comes into lynchburg about every other month and just runs people through the class and no range time right and that year so talk about why that irritates you then i'll talk about why it irritates me (laughs) well i think probably one of my biggest irritations is the fact that sometimes you have people have never touched a pistol right in their life right they may have touched it when they were a kid Mm -hmm. maybe shot with their dad's guidance on Mm -hmm. that but if they've never picked up a pistol in their adult life and try to shoot it they can't hit the broad side of a barn right they don't know how to load a, a magazine they don't know how to unload that gun or right. magazine safely. Safely. And that that's probably been the biggest problem that I've had. Yeah. With people that say, well, I don't really want to do the shooting part. Or if they call and ask me for information mm-hmm. about my class. And I'm like, well, we do go do the shooting part after we do a couple of hours of classroom. Right. Training. Right. And then they look at me like, well, do I have to do the shooting part? I get that Absolutely. too. I get that too. It's, it's, I think that a lot of times too, when they say that, mm-hmm. it's because they're afraid of failure there. Right. But I would rather fix what they've got going on right. than have them continue with the same habit and not be accurate. Right. And I think what a lot of people think is you and I are going to do the gun class. We're going to take them to the range and um, we're just going to let them shoot. Right. But a good instructor can look at, okay, let's get your grip right. Let's make sure you're, you're controlling the recoil. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure all the safety components are down so you feel comfortable and then you and I can tell where they're hitting the target what they're doing wrong and we can tell them this is what you're doing wrong Mm -hmm. and I don't think a lot of people understand that or grasp that that it's very important to go if you take a firearm safety class I don't know how somebody could teach it without taking somebody to the class or to the to the shooting range well I don't want to have my name attached to someone right. who has no no training whatsoever. Right. And what they don't realize, what a lot of people don't realize is if if we train someone we don't do the very best, if they're involved in an accident or a self defense shoot, guess who's getting subpoenaed? You and I. Absolutely. And we're gonna be on that stand and, and talking about everything we taught them. Absolutely. That's another reason why you don't wanna um, save money and go to somebody that's just gonna run you through it because right. you're huge, huge liability. Right. Um, yeah, go ahead. I know that for a while they had the online classes. You paid oh, 20 bucks. wow. And those freaked me out a yeah. lot. Yeah, I mean, I, And for instance, I had one lady that called me, and her first question to me was, how much is your class? Mm-hmm. And I told her. Mm-hmm. And I said, I also gave her you know, all of the things that we do mm-hmm. in the class, 
as well as the trying out of different pistols because we do bring quite a few to the class for people to try. Right. And I gave her all of that information. And she says, well, um, the class that I'm looking at online is $20. Have fun. And I said, honey, <laughs> have you ever touched a pistol right. before? Right. You get what you pay for. Exactly. Yeah. And she says, well, no, me and my son are going to take it. And neither one of us has ever touched a pistol before, mm. but I own one. And I said... Please don't mm, do that. Right. I said, I am not just telling you this because I want your money. Right. I said, I'm telling you this because I'm concerned about your safety. Right. I said, because more than likely what you're going to do is you're going to injure yourself mm -hmm. because you've never unloaded a pistol before. Mm -hmm. You've never loaded it before. You don't know how to handle it when it is loaded. Right. And I said, probably what's going to happen is you're going to injure yourself or your son's going to injure himself mm -hmm. or you're going to injure him or vice versa. Yep. Or kill kill one or the other. That's right. That's right. right. So I said, that's my biggest problem right yep. here. So and she she's like nope I never heard from her again. Yeah, so. I just had a guy in here taking an active shooter class Friday uh, two days ago, and uh, and he wants to take the pistol safety class. Him and his wife bought a gun. They in their apartment. He fired it through the wall because it isn't. But he recognizes. I don't know how to use it. He's right. he's from uh, a state where they don't have firearms. So, right. but he recognized that. Right. But a lot of people don't recognize that. If you're going to strap on that gun, whether it's open carry or concealed, mm -hmm. you had better know how it operates, yep. be comfortable with it. Yep. You have better have shot with an instructor that can tell you, okay, you're gripping it wrong. That's why you're pulling to the left. Mm -hmm. Or you're shooting low. You're anticipating. All this right. stuff needs to be done. Mm -hmm. You Driver's ed and the, and the DMV is not going to give you a driver's license unless you do the driver's ed and you drive. Right. I, uh, I um, yeah, it's, and we were, we were talking earlier off off air about the people that come in the po I have a lot of posers and they come in their prior military and you know what full respect for military mm -hmm. they are experts with rifles because sure. that's what they do with rifles with rifles yes. that's right with rifles and but they don't recognize they're not with you know with uh pistols and I'll get guys that'll come in all full tactical gear and you know <laughs> in uh, their the tactical pants the military t-shirt the hat on backwards their the drop their, leg holster drop leg holster yeah <laughs> they're, they're doing uh doing tobacco during the class sitting with their arms folded right and the student package closed right. and we get to the range they can't load the magazine and they right. can't hit the broadside of a barn right and you know what that's okay that's perfectly all right if yeah. if you're scared but I know from talking to your students that we make it okay if, if you're yeah. scared. This is about empowering people, right. women and men and kids. I've had some kids in the class. Yeah. But if it, if you're scared of a firearm, it's okay. Sure. But I call that, it healthy fear. That's right. Healthy fear. Yeah. That's why you need to go to an instructor at the range and get over that fear. That's right. That's um, right. I'm not a fan of um, of the instructors that are doing the, the gun class and they're doing laser fire. That doesn't give you... That's okay to use as a training tool. Right. If you're trying to hone in your skills that's right. a little bit. That's right. You know? Those They've got some really cool laser stuff out there, technology, but I think we need to... Well, I don't think it. I know we need to go... People need to go to the range right. and stand there with an instructor and experience that bang yeah. in the recoil. The noise around you. That's the right. The feels. That's right. Um, Get that heart rate up a little bit. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I, that's what I've told people because mm -hmm. they're like, well, you know, I did, I did the laser fire and I did... You know some other little things. You know, I, I shoot pellet guns. I'm like, okay, that's fine, and right. I'm glad that you do that. Yeah. You know, that's stuff that you can do later on if you want to hone in your skills. Which I have a strike man. I I will use it when I'm sitting in my house at night. That's yeah. Why curtains on my house now because my neighbors think I'm nuts. But, <laughs> <laughs> especially if you're dry firing in the house. You know, you pick a spot. That's right. Somebody walks up on that's your back right. porch. They're like, what are you doing? That's right. Um, but that this is. It's all a part of the training. Right. Yeah. And like you said in the class that we took from you, document it. Yeah. 
document. You got, every document, time document. you shoot that gun, you had better be documenting it. That's right. Get you out of hot, get you out of hot water. That's right. But yeah. I, I find it insane at how little people want to learn. Mm-hmm. It be, I don't know if it's because they feel insecure about it or if they don't like a girl telling them how to do this because I've run into that quite a few times. Really? Yeah. And, and it's, it's mostly because they just don't want to be told how to do this when they think they've been doing it their whole life and they get up there and they can't hit an 8-inch right. paper plate. Right, right. You know, yeah. so I'm like, look, if you want to be able to hit an 8-inch paper plate, listen to what I'm telling you right. and implement it. Right. And it's okay to have that fear and it's okay not to hit the paper plate on your first full magazine. Absolutely. It, that just means you need more practice. Right. And that's why you go with an instructor. Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely. This company that comes in town, I think it's $55. Um, and they said that they do it at the Hilton Garden Inn on Ward's Road. And they say, we're going to go well above what Virginia teaches. Well, if you're not taking them to the range and they're not, it's just it's a, below. It, that's right. It's actually below what Absolutely. Virginia requires. Yeah. Virginia doesn't, I tell students, Virginia doesn't make us shoot for the class. You can right. pass the class. But I have never and I will never teach a, teach somebody the firearm safety concealed permit class without going to the range. Right. Exactly what I said earlier. It, yeah. I don't want my name attached to something. That's right. If I don't feel like that you're safe. Right. Right. And you know, we've I've had a couple of students work that I did not pass because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were not safe. Yeah. So what um as a female, if you had a female call and say, you know, I I'm petrified of guns, mm-hmm. I need to get training, what would you tell them? I tell them absolutely come take the class. Yep. Let's sit down and we'll talk about it. Yep. Um, tell me your fears before you get there. Yeah. If you have questions before we start and you don't want to ask them in front of other people, come to the house. Mm-hmm. We'll sit down and we'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them have either had um, where their fathers have told them never, ever to touch it. Right. And never taught them. Right. Which is fine. Or, you know, I've had one or two that have had accidents. They've had um, NDs. Yeah. And it scared them so bad that they shake yeah, hideously when they even are I get around that. them. I get that too. Yeah. And then when they finally fire it with me standing next to them, they start crying. Yeah. Because it's such yeah. a relief. That gun didn't blow up in my face. Right. It didn't fly back and hit me in the face. I yeah. hit the target. It's yeah. it's 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 tears of joy. Yes. Is what it is. Absolutely. And I love seeing that empowerment. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but I have a lot of people, um, guys and girls that are that are visibly shaken during yep. the class. Yep. And that's perfectly all right. It's fine. Well, there's a lot of people there. There's a lot of noise. Mm-hmm. There's the ramifications of it and you especially when you realize the ramifications of it. Right. Um that someone could die. Right. And you know that. Right. I get that. I get that. And every time I touch a gun, that's the first thought that comes into my head that every bullet that comes out of that gun, mm-hmm. there's a lawyer attached. Mhm. So if you if it is not hitting home where you want it to hit home. Yep. That's where you have to look at that. Yeah. I've had long discussions with people about it. I What's had your a, backdrop? Better yeah. know your backdrop. That's right. And yeah. I, we had a large group of realtors mm-hmm. that came to and take the class. Yeah. I would say probably two, summer before last, I think, was when we had a huge explosion of realtors. Yeah. And that was when that guy had hit that realtor in the head. Yes. Smith Mountain Lake. Yes. Yes. And that's reality. Yes. And people had better understand that's reality. It is reality. Mm-hmm. And it's becoming more of a reality with each passing day. And right. she was a martial arts, she was a black yep. belt and she got her butt handed to her. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I do tactical training and, and with my background, I, mm-hmm. I feel comfortable that I can handle a situation, but I always have to tell myself mm-hmm. That out there, there's somebody that's a bigger badass than me. Bigger, and they can, meaner, faster. That's right. You know. That's right. And has trained more than me. Absolutely. You know, I like to keep that, that I'm, I'm pretty confident. But mm-hmm. you have to realize, ego check, oh, that absolutely. there are a lot of people out there that are that are 
faster, mm-hmm. better trained than I am. That's right. And, and they're bad guys. That's right. I, yeah. I have a black belt in Muay Thai. Yep. I can kickbox with the best of them. Right. I may be a small female. Yep. I probably won't win, but you'll know I was there. That's right. That's right. And that's the best we can do. Yeah. Is, is, is uh, at least put a hurting on them or, or have no training at all. That's right. I, I've got, I have a lot of friends that carry concealed and uh, and they don't want to get a permit. Well, I don't have to get a permit. That's just, It's a Second Amendment right to carry concealed. Okay, well. I get that. Yeah, I get that. It yeah. is. And, and uh, but right now it's, it's law. And what they don't realize is if they're carrying concealed, they use that gun for self-defense and the police get unseen or there's video or witnesses that say, yeah, they were concealed carry. Let's see your concealed carry permit. Now you're chipping away at your legal and civil defense because you weren't following the law. You're behind the eight ball already. That's right. And another thing is a lot of people say, well, uh, I encourage um, if the husband comes and takes the class, mm-hmm. I encourage, I'll ask, does your wife have a concealed permit? No. Mm-hmm. Or vice versa, if the wife takes it. And I'll say, spouses need to have it because if my wife and I are together and I need to run in the post office where I can't carry a gun, I need to be able to hand it to her, pass it off to her. Right. Um, or if she takes my truck somewhere, mm-hmm. she knows better not to take my truck. I'm just, <laughs> just, I hope she's not listening. She's going to listen to this and kill well, me. You got all those marks on the side too. That's right. Yeah, I got rid of that one. That's gone. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm under, I'm incognito now. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, during our other president, you know, I had that truck, but I just, right. the climate has changed in this country for what you and I do. It's it not a it's not a friendly climate. People no. lash out, so I have a, a unmarked truck now. That's right. Well, I don't blame you. Yeah. I mean, I know that a lot of people, especially in the town where I live, it's a very small town. Yeah. Um, a lot of people know me down mm-hmm. there. They, yeah. They always ask me, "How many guns are you carrying today?" Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's I don't mind that they know that. Right. But yet again, you don't know who's listening. Yeah. Well, so. you and I are are known because of what we do. Right. People know us. But if I didn't have this business or when I stopped doing this business, nobody's going to know I'm carrying concealed. Right. You know, we, and that's the thing is carry concealed and go unnoticed. Right. But people people know us and I, I think they always know we're, you know, we're carrying concealed yes. everywhere. Yes. Um, but um, so it's in I think it's about empowerment. And yes. I think that uh, I like to uh, not just because I'm in the in the business, but I like if one person's going to be in the household trained and there's going to be a firearm in the house, I like to push that everybody should be trained. I get Absolutely. a lot of kids taking this class. Right. Although they're not going to have access to it, I think it's important that everybody in the household, if there's a firearm in the house, everybody in the household should know how that can hurt them, how it won't hurt them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're seeing kids now having to actually defend that's right. their homes. I think I've heard of maybe two 12-year-olds that have had to do some shooting. Right. And pretty much took care of business. At that's the age right. Of 12. That's right. We hope that never happens. But right. if mom and dad are incapacitated because they've been attacked, who's gonna who's gonna finish that fight? Yeah, and they're just gonna be one of the casualties too. That's right. So either you teach them how to take care of themselves. Yeah. At a young age, right? Which I think I'm thinking I've taught as young as twelve. I don't. Yeah. As long as if they're younger than that, as long as they can comprehend, yeah, I'm comfortable with it. Yeah. Um, course if they keep up with their certificate they can go apply when they're 21 that's right that's what i tell them yeah. i had a six-year-old the youngest i've done is six mm-hmm. and uh and she was completely dialed in mm-hmm. and we went to the range and shot of course i'm standing above her with my hand on right. both sides of the gun right you know just in case she moves it up or down or sideways right. but she was uh she was very very dialed in and mm-hmm. she hit that target and i was you know with impressive nine million, it is yeah. and that's important because She's going to grow up to be a gun, a responsible gun owner. Yeah, respect and she, it. Respect it. And she's going to grow up to vote for the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. I love when we have kids that, mm-hmm. that are wanting to learn how to 
to shoot because it's all about responsible gun ownership. Well, they will also probably be less likely to be the ones that will pull it out to show their friends. Right. Absolutely. So then you'll have more less of a chance of a child actually right. getting shot accidentally right. in a home of that nature. Yep. I had a huge class of doctors back, I would say probably in 2009. Uh-huh. Back, that was back when Obama started talking about gun control, and we had a, an explosion. He was my best uh, marketing. Yeah, he was the best gun and, and <laughs> gun class salesman ever. Obama yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. I got very busy under him. Yeah, we were filling up classes every weekend for two and a half months. Wow. And we were having anywhere between ten and eighteen people. At yeah. A time. Yeah. So for every every weekend. Yeah. Every weekend. Yeah. I mean, it was great. I loved right. it. But after that, I was tired, and right. I was like, okay, I need a break. But we had a classroom full of doctors, yeah. and one of them was a pediatrician. Yeah, and she she asked me. She says, "Well, I have young children. What should I do?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, I said the one of the things that I can suggest to you mm-hmm. is take a pumpkin out and let them shoot it. Yeah, and let them see it fall apart. Mm-hmm. And I said, take them over to it and tell them it's they're sorry. Right, and try to put it back together. Right." That's really good. And when they can't do that, right, then they understand that if you shoot a person, you can't put them back. That's the way right. They were. That's right. So and that's she very. Actually, that's a very good way to put it. Yeah, she yeah. actually cried. Yeah, she's like, I've never heard anybody say that. Right. She said it makes me cry to think about it. Yeah. But she said I will do that. Yeah. And I'm hoping that she did. Yeah. Because it's. I think it's one of the best things in the world that you can do. To yeah, and that lets the kid relate and know that bullet's going to completely destroy something. Absolutely. I got to keep it pointing in a safe direction. Keep mm-hmm. the finger off the trigger. All those gun safety rules that we teach. Absolutely. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Um, how do people get a hold of you if uh, if they want to take a class? You're in Appomattox. In Appomattox. Yeah, I don't consider you competition because I don't consider people that are teaching it the right way right. competition. Right. Because I'd rather have a strong Second Amendment by having good instructors right. than, you know, my comp- your competition and my competition are this the people that are teaching at the hotel. Yes. They're not doing it right. No. Or there's some guys guys and girls around here in their basement that are doing a 45-minute class. Mm-hmm. You know, don't point at anybody. Keep your finger on the trigger. Here's your certificate. Give me money. Goodbye. <laughs> the people are going to get bitten in the rear end. They are. If they ever have a firearm accident or a self-defense shoot. Right. It's got to be done right. It Absolutely. does. It does. And I'm... I'm I know that there's some areas where I can improve. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah. Everybody, every instructor, every person has areas where they can improve. Absolutely. Yeah. But I feel like that if there's any anything, any area that is not unturned, mm-hmm. that that's where I think that we we fall short. Right. But I don't know how it is it, with a good conscience. I can't put a person on the street. No. With a gun in their under their shirt. Right. Knowing that they've never in my presence hit a target right. and been able to consistently hit it five times. Right, right. And, so, and there's a lot of people that are carrying concealed and they don't know whether they're carrying a revolver or semi-automatic. They right. don't know the difference. They don't know the caliber. No. They don't know how to drop a magazine. Right. They I was don't know in, how to clear the round out. Right. You know. Pistol malfunctions, ammo malfunctions. They yeah. don't know that. And you better know it before you're under attack and you have a pistol or ammo malfunction. Right. I was at the range uh, probably a year ago, and a girl came in and said um, she was standing behind the in front of the counter of the cash register, and she said, "I need uh, ammo for my concealed carry gun." Mm-hmm. And the guy behind the counter said, "Well, what what do you have?" And she goes, "It's a concealed carry gun." <laughs> and uh, and he said, "Well, what caliber is it?" It's a concealed carry gun. That's all she knew it was a concealed carry gun. So after the dust settled, I didn't want to embarrass her, but after the dust settled. Uh, and everybody was giving her funny looks. I, I pulled her aside and I said, um, you know, I like to see ladies carrying guns. I'm yeah. glad you're carrying. Um, 
And uh, when have you shot? Oh, I've never shot. I've never shot this oh, gun. Lord. Yeah. And I'm like, but that's scary because she's standing next to you and I at Walmart, at yeah. Kroger, at Food Line, the ice cream store. She's ready to save the world in an armed robbery, and she's never fired that gun before. Which means she's probably going to hit everything but... But the bad guy. Yeah. Or the first time the recoil goes off in her hand, it's going to freak gonna, her out. drop it. Drop it, and the bad guy gets it. Yep. Yeah, there's so much to think about. There is. There's a lot to think about. Yeah. I mean, I've had, I think the one person that I can recall that took my gun class that I did not pass... Mm-hmm. Um, she was an older lady, which I was, I'm so happy when I see older ladies come to the class. Yes. It makes me happy. Yes. You know, but when she came there, um, I put, she was not wanting to to shoot the gun that she purchased mm-hmm. to carry, mm-hmm. which was an SP-101. Yeah. Um, full metal, so it would have been perfectly fine for her to shoot it, but she yeah. was not comfortable with it. Yeah. So I put an SR-22 in her hand, thinking, you know, a little bit above a BB gun, but mm-hmm. essentially you right. the recoil. Right. So I put that in her hand, and it took her forever to take her first shot. <laughs> forever. I'm standing there going, you can take your shot when you're I know. Ready. I stand behind them. I'm like, because yeah. I teach them to breathe and go yep. slow on the trigger. That's right. And I'm like, come on, pull the trigger over. My goodness, we're coming up on 45 shaking. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to start shaking. That's you're right. Gonna, that's you're right. not going to hit anything. Well, she finally took the shot. After, yeah. I think I probably told her, you can take your shot when you're ready. Right. Um, she took her shot, which she didn't hit anything. Yeah. Which I anticipated. She right. She wasn't going to hit anything. She brings the pistol back with her <gasps> finger on the trigger under her chin. Wow. Now, this is why I stand. I was standing right here. I, that's where I stand, yeah. And I, I was already uneasy anyway right. because, you know, right. she was making me nervous. Right. So I reached around and grabbed it from her. Right. Really quickly. Yeah. Fortunately, I'd only given her one round, so she couldn't yeah. really do anything. Yeah. But I didn't like it. That's right. So I told her after that, I said, please don't do this. Don't bring it back under your chin like that. Yeah. Because yeah. I said, you got your finger on the trigger. Yeah. And what if you sneezed? Wow. So she goes, okay, okay. But it's a bad habit to do, bad to habit. start anyway. Absolutely. So and I t- and she said, okay, okay, I won't do yep. that. So I loaded up one and I gave it back to her. I know what's coming. Yep. She did it again. Yep. Right back under the yep. chin. So of course I reached around and took it away from her. And mm-hmm. I said, please mm-hmm. do not do that right. again. Right. So I, I loaded up one, you know, with this lady. I'm like, all right, one's going to be it. Yeah. She did it five times that day. Yeah. Now I don't drink. I don't smoke. Right. I don't do drugs. But you did that night. I wanted to go home and do all of them. <laughs> because she freaked me out so bad. Wow. That I was still shaking when I got home. Yeah, yeah. Because I was so done. My nerves were shot. Right. And I, I mean, I've got nerves of steel. Right, She pretty right. much racked me pretty And you good. can't give somebody a certificate like that. No. It's not fair to her. No. And and I've done that as well. I've, I've had people have said, you know what? We're going to go back to the office after the range. I'm going to give you your money back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we can try it again sometimes. Right. Sometime when you're ready, but um, that's it's not fair no. f- to them for you and I to give her a certificate. Right. People like that. Well, and she went. She called me two weeks later, and she right. said, "Can I get my concealed carry now?" And I said, "No, ma'am. You need yeah. to come back and shoot again." Right. I said, "I will work with you." you Got to break that habit. Takes. Right. And she says, "Well, I don't understand." And I told her again. I said, "Well, I'm afraid you're going to shoot yourself in the head." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she she just didn't understand. It. Yeah. So I said, "And I never do this. I never do this because I hate it." But I said, "Is your husband there?" Yeah. And she said, yes. And I said, can I please talk to him for just a second? Right. And I got he got on the phone, and I, and I explained to him what happened. I mm-hmm. said, this is what happened, the whole sequence of events. And I said, I, I cannot, in good conscience, give your wife a concealed carry permit because I'm so afraid she's going to shoot herself in the head. Right. And I said, do you, do you understand? And I said, I told her she can come back and shoot. I said, I'll work with her as long as she needs. Yeah. But I said, right now, I'm not comfortable with this. Yeah. And he goes, okay, yes, I understand. Yeah. And she never came back. Yeah. 
Well, that's probably better, you know, yeah. and it's and and uh, to me, not giving the certificate is more important than taking her money. I, I don't I'm not going to, you know, here, here's your refund. You're yeah. just not ready yet. No. It's not it's not worth the money for me to to just say, here, here you go. Take yeah. your, get this and go get Just be careful. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not worth no, it. It's not worth it. Yeah. And, you know, it's it, the same thing goes with people that don't carry a round in the chamber. Right. You know, if you're not ready to do that, I'm afraid right. that you're not ready to do it at all. Yeah. You know, because this is, you don't have that kind of time. You're not going to have the time and you're not going to remember to chamber that round. No. They won't. They're going to be sitting there pulling the trigger yeah. if it's happening. The 190 beats per minute, they're not going to remember it. No. And And if people, you know, if you're listening and you don't have a gun, you want to go to Tracer, you want to come to me, then... Um, don't buy a gun until you take the class. Right. I stress that to people. Don't people will come in here and they bought the completely different wrong gun. Right. You know, so I tell them, don't. I will guide you through. I know you'll guide them through. Absolutely. We're there well after the class to help out, but don't don't go out and buy a gun and then go take a class because right. there's so much to learn. Oh, there is. And there's so much to consider: revolver, semi-automatic, big gun for home defense, small gun for concealed carry. I had a woman in here. She was an 84-year-old uh, woman, and uh, and she came in here with a Sig 45 caliber. Holy way, mackerel. way too big for her. <laughs> way too big. Wow. She went to a local gun store, um, and she pulled up in a Mercedes with a Rolex watch. They sold her an expensive Sig with a tack light, a laser, Ooh. an expensive holster. It was the most she expensive. She dropped about $1,500. She, yeah, yeah. We went to the range. She shot it twice and said, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. She went out and bought a, a Glock 43, which is, which, and then we shot that and she was fine. Yeah. But it's, um, uh, that's another reason why I just don't go out and, um, no. and that's the only gun store in the area that I know has done that. Every, all the other stores in the area will guide you. They'll do the right thing. But this particular one, uh, and I talk about that one in my class. I name them. Um, it just that's not right. No. We don't we don't mislead. You don't take advantage because of the, oh, how somebody looks when they. That's right. That's but, right. And I told people have told me too that they will purchase a handgun based mm-hmm. on how it felt in their hand. Yeah, it feels different when you pull that trigger. Yeah, you don't know if you like the trigger. You don't yeah. know if the trigger pull is long. You don't yeah. know if it's hard. You don't know if the sights are large. You don't know if they're in a if right. they're going to be conducive to your eyesight. Right. You know nothing about that gun. Yeah. But you bought it on how it feels in your hand. Five hundred dollar mistake. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You can't take it back and no. get your money back. Uh-uh. Go rent one first. Yeah. As I tell students, I think this gun would be good for you. Let's go rent it. Right. And sometimes they'll say, wow, it feels great in my hand. Boom. Oh, yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I don't like how it feels when it when the recoil goes right. Yeah. Oh, I've shot a couple of them that I don't even like. Yeah. I mean, there's been probably two or three that I'm like, oh, I never yeah. even take them out of the bag. What's the most popular gun you see in your class? M&P shields. Yeah. Me too. Nine millimeters, yep. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I see that in the easy. I'm not a fan of the safety on the back strap because if you grab it wrong, it's not going to fire in a self defense shoot. If you if you don't grab it right, it's not going to fire. You got to hold that thing like you mean business. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I've told people that, and I've had people that have come to the class with them, and they don't squeeze it like they should. Right. And it's not firing. No. Nope. And you know, I've even tried to fire it. I'm like, well, it looks like it's a little bit too tough on that squeeze. Uh huh. It's not going to work for you. Right. And you need it to work for you in a yes. self defense shoot. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I see that one. I see the P365 yep. is popular, and I see uh, the Hellcat. It's yep. pretty popular. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of great guns out there. There's the um, there's also boat anchors. Where people come in and they bought a brand new gun, $250, and I know the name of it. And I'm like, oh my goodness. We go to the range, bang, bang, click. Yep. Fix it. Bang, 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 click. Yep. Fix it. 
Yep. Mm. I, I've had a couple people have come to class with a certain type of handgun. I'm yeah. not a fan. And yeah. I even say in the class, I'm not a fan. Right. And I had a student that brought one of those brand new. Oh, and they're so happy. Oh, they're, they're so happy. I got this brand new gun for yeah. two fifty, and I'm like, shiny. Oh you know, no. And I'm like, yeah. Take it out, and it won't even fire. Right. Right. Brand new, and I said, Yeah, yeah. you're gonna have to take that one back. That's right. And they're like, Why? And I yeah. said, It's not working because you didn't pay enough on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a life insurance policy. Right. Right. You know, you want to trust your life to a two hundred fifty dollar gun. Yeah. And used guns are okay. I don't know that I would recommend. There are some pawn shops around here that uh, that bring in some really nice guns. Sure. But there are some pawn shops that bring in some junk. So right. if you're if you don't have a gun, you know, you're listening, you want to get a used gun, just check it out a lot. Right. Look at pull the slide back. Look at wear and tear. Right. Um, check it because uh, guns have to be taken care of. Semi-automatics will jam, malfunction yep. if they're dirty or haven't been taken care of. That's right. Um, yeah. So how do people get a hold of you if they want to take a class from you in Appomattox? They can find me on Facebook. Most yeah. of the time people, I do have, um, I have a cell phone mostly is what I do a lot of my contacts with. Yeah. I don't have a website Yeah. Uh, because I am not tech savvy. So keep it simple. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I do well, you're busy email. enough without it. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. it's working for you. Yeah. yeah. I have my, my credentials are at some of the gun shops around. Uh-huh. Um, right now I am working with Amherst Arms. Mm-hmm. Um, we are setting up some gun classes through them. Good. I do work with Black Dog Sporting Goods. Yeah. Jeff's a good guy. I yeah. love Jeff to yeah. death. He's like my brother. He does. Um, he recommends you a lot. I go in yeah. there and he's got, a, you got a picture in there, don't you? Yeah. This big picture. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, Jeff's a good guy. Yes, he is. He is. He's. I've been working with him for quite a few years. Right. Um, I, I always send folks to him with a yeah. purchase. Yeah. Because he's always going to treat you right. Yeah. Never upsells you. Right. Um, so if he's if he doesn't have it, he can get it. That's right. He doesn't have a huge huge inventory. Right. But he'll order it for you. Boom. That's right. That's yeah. Right. right away. Um. So I do get. I give out my phone number. I don't mind if people call me. It's for my other business as well. Yeah. You know? So I usually give that out. That's not a problem. Yeah. Um. But people can message me on Facebook. And it's T-R-A-C-I. That's right. Tracy Campbell. Yes. Yeah. And if they want my email, it's T-R-A-C-I Campbell 47 at gmail.com. Okay. Say that one more time. Um, Tracy Campbell 47 at gmail.com. Okay. So they can email you. You do classes on a Saturday? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Usually once a month. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Do you do... What if somebody is... Because I get this once in a while. Somebody's completely nervous. They want a one-on-one class. Do right. you do that? I have. Yeah. Yes. I know it's tough. I find it tough to teach one person. It is. I like it. I'm more comfortable in a class. And, and my classes are usually five to six people. Right. Um, I've got room for, for 16, but usually they're five to six people. And for me, that's a perfect size because I want people to feel comfortable. I need to give them the attention they deserve at the range. Right. But what makes it hard with just one or two people is there's not much talk right. going on. Right. Um, and Somebody might ask a question too that's that right. they didn't think of. That's right. And I, I feel like people learn more from questions. They do. They do. So, and talking to each other. And yes. I'm a big I'm big on networking. That's right. Uh, and I tell people on the break, talk to people and find out what kind of gun do you have. Mm-hmm. You're a lady. What kind of gun do you have? But right. Ladies' bodies are shaped differently. The... Um, um, Clothing is different, and right. ladies have sometimes have a hard time finding the right gun and the right holster. That's right. So it's all about networking. That's right. Yeah. Not a huge advocate for purse carry. No, I, I'm not either. I'm and there's not. some really cool concealed carry purses, but you know, if somebody separates you from your purse, yes. you're done. You're well, you, done. Yeah, and the circumstances and your position have to be exactly spot on. Right. 
for, right. for that to be optimum. Yeah. You know, and that's what I've told people. Yeah. You can carry this purse, but are you going to walk around with your hand in it? Right. Right on the gun all the time. That's the only way it's optimal. That's right. That's as far right. As I'm concerned. And a lot of those purses, you, you know, it's a concealed, it's a concealed compartment, but you unzip it, reach in, and you're touching a gun with no trigger guard. Right. That's the, I'm not a fan of that. Right. I'm, I think I think the holster should be on you, mm-hmm. um, and uh, with a trigger guard, and it's got to be a retention holster right. in case you get in a fight with somebody or have to run from somebody or you trip and fall. That's right. That's yeah. Right. And it's also in a position where you can grab it and draw it quickly without even having to look at it. That's right. And that's why I'm thinking on your person, regardless of whether you carry, you know, right appendix, right mm-hmm. hip, left hip, whatever, mm-hmm. small in the back, you know it's there. Right. If somebody tries to get to it, they you'll know they're trying to get to it. That's right. You know, all of those things are a factor as far as I'm concerned. But if it's a purse carry, you don't know those things. Yeah. And if somebody steals it from the shopping cart, when you just look away for five seconds, yeah. you're responsible for that. Yeah. What yeah. they do with it. Absolutely. They go out and rob and shoot somebody. They're, you're going to be asked, why didn't you secure your firearm? That's right. That's yeah. Right. And I think that the biggest story that I can remember on that is the woman that was shot in the chest in Walmart in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Was her toddler shot her in the chest. Wow. That yeah. was within a year ago? It was what, a couple of years ago. A couple ago. years ago? Okay. Yeah. She was. She had a concealed carry handbag. Yeah. It was in its compartment. Yeah. She had a couple of children with her. Yeah. And her child was in the cart. Well, her child got her concealed carry handgun out of its pouch. Wow. Pulled it out, shot her right in the chest. Wow. And dropped her right there in the middle of Walmart. Amazing. So now that child has to live with that. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he was a toddler. Right. But, and he's not going to remember or understand right. at that age. Yeah. But still, you know, he's going to be asking what happened to his mom and somebody's got to tell him. Which, know? sorry for her, but it goes back to irresponsible gun ownership. Yes. You got to be responsible for it. You got to think about everything. Kids, kids, especially boys, are very curious about guns. Very much they're so. going to pick up a gun. They're going to look down the barrel because they want to see that bullet mm-hmm. and the finger. Most people, kids and adults... If they haven't been trained, most people, when they pick up a gun, as you know, they pick it up and they put the finger on the trigger. Yep. That's what feels natural. Yep. That's what feels good, and that's what I'm going to do. That's and that's right. a big no-no. Well, they do the same thing with sticks before yeah. they even pick them up. Yeah. I mean, this is what they're doing. They're shooting at each other with sticks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. you're like, it's kind of a thing, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> so I tell people all the time, I'm like, a child is not born to say, oh, you know, they see it on TV. Yeah. They see it everywhere. Yeah. On the news, they could watch the news. And yeah, watch that stuff. Yeah. So if they're on Facebook or anything, and they see all these videos, yeah, they they're thinking that's cool. That's they what they do. Understand. That's what they do. Yeah. You know, Video games. Like, yeah. That's what we do. We shoot people, and if if I shoot somebody and I don't like my results, I can just hit the reset button on the game and start all over again. Guns aren't like that. There's no yeah. reset button. That's right. That's yeah. Right. And they don't understand that because right. their child like mine doesn't right. understand. Yeah. So. Ooh. All right. Get anything else you want to add? Oh, gosh. I don't know. We kind of hit a lot. Yeah, we did. Um, I'd like to just reiterate that if you're scared to shoot a gun, come see Tracy. Come see me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's perfectly okay to be scared because I guarantee you, and I've heard people who have taken your class, by the time you leave the class, your class and my class, your confidence level is way up. Oh, absolutely. It's about empowering. Mm-hmm. And the classes aren't rushed. If you're having a problem on the range, we're going to sit there and we're going to get you through it. Yeah. We've They're, shot by headlight in the snow. Yeah, yeah. Before. We're not rushed. It's no. uh, it's 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 responsible gunnership. But, um, yeah, just don't don't take a class to save some money, right. um, and and make sure if you're going to take a gun class, you go to the range. Make sure the instructor cares enough about you right. to go to the range. This these people that are coming in from out of state and teaching it at the Hilton Garden, mm-hmm. um, they're going to come in. They don't care about anybody. No. 
They're going to drop you. And that's right. That's you and I are local. We have to live in this area. And if somebody takes my gun class and calls me eight months later, hey, what do you think about this holster? I'm going to tell right. them. Absolutely. Bring it by. I'll look at it. Oh, what I do you think my of, students do. Absolutely. We're always going to be here. Yeah. For them, Lord willing, <laughs> we're always going to be here. Oh, absolutely. And that's what I've told people when they leave the class. Just mm-hmm. because you've taken the class today and I've gotten your money, I don't just drop you. you that's have right. You cell phone number. You can call me. That's right. If you have a problem, if you've been involved in a shooting and yep. you need support. Yeah. Um, if you need to buy a gun and you don't, and you want my opinion on right. it, call me. Right. Um, I'm going through that right now with one of my students. I was just thinking of that, that yep. she took... She took my gun class, and then he took yours. Yes. And he was involved in um, putting down someone that was getting ready to kill her, which right. is why she took my gun class. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and I'll tell you, it they they're thankful that they took the right gun class from mm-hmm. the right people, not pulling my own chain or, or patting each other on the back, right. but but uh, it probably worked out the way it did because he had taken your gun class. Absolutely. And he knew what he could do and what he couldn't do and how to do it. Yep, and and being able to articulate right. that if he didn't do that, right. they both would have probably been dead. Oh, absolutely. Because this, this guy was This guy was killed. way off the charts. Yeah. Way, pushing buttons, wasn't respecting any legal guidelines, nothing. In, Pumped uh, up on meth. Yeah. You know, out yeah. of his mind. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a bad situation, and and you have to, and so let's go back to that guy. He let's say he gets his gun class from these people at the hotel or somebody that didn't think of the range. He probably would have freaked out mm-hmm. when it's time to fire that gun. Um, I Possibly, get a, yeah. I, I get a lot of people that have been gun owners for years. They've been carrying open carry for years, never shot the gun. Or I get people that'll say I took a gun class from so and so. There's a local university here, <laughs> a very large <laughs> university here, yeah. um, and I get a lot of their students saying, I need to learn how to shoot my gun. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, that's the firearm safety concealed permit class. Oh, no, I already took that through the through the university, oh, Lord. but I need to learn how to shoot my gun, and I'm right. just scratching my head. Yeah, that's and they've not, got a range. Yeah, they've got a very nice range. They have a nice range. Yeah. Very expensive, yes. top of the line. Yes. Yeah, state of the art. Yeah. But, I, I just shoot outside at my house at pallets and paper plates. Right, right, which works. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Yeah. So I'm like, oh. Right. But it's confidence. You have to, you know, and I tell people, I don't want anybody walking out that door or leaving the range with any questions whatsoever. Right. And I know you're the same way. Oh, absolutely. I tell them no question is stupid. I'd rather yeah. you ask me. Even if you have to ask me in private, if you're if you're concerned about the question being stupid. Right. I don't mind answering that question. Right. Because if you leave the class without any ability to say, all right, I had all my questions answered. Mm -hmm. I have no stone left unturned Mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. I feel comfortable with it. If you don't, come back. Right, right. You know, and I've had a couple of repeats. Yeah, yeah. Strictly for the fact that they, because they were novice. Yeah. And they wanted to take it again with a friend. Refresher course. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I don't want to I don't want to make this podcast sound like we're the only instructors in the area. Right. There are some good instructors in this area. Oh, sure, yeah. There are people that are absolutely dialed in. Mm-hmm. They do the right thing. They take you to the range. It's in their heart and it's mm-hmm. in their soul to do the right thing. So right. but you know, if you're thinking of taking a gun a firearm safety class, you're listening. Just come to me and Tracy. <laughs> just, just do it the right way. No, but um, look at Google reviews. Look at Facebook reviews. Ask around. Do your homework. Don't just go take a firearm safety class because, folks, there's a lot of liability, civil and criminal, absolutely in it. So just do your homework. A lot of good guys and girls in this town that are doing it. That's right. That's yeah. right. And it, we have to actually back it up by carrying every day. Yeah, absolutely. Because people ask me all the time, "You carry every day?" I carry every. every Every 
day. Every day. No every matter day. where I'm going. I yep. work out of my home and I'm still carrying in mm-hmm. my home. I did a class in Appomattox uh, two years ago and I asked that question. Mm-hmm. Is everybody in here, when you get your concealed permit, are you going to carry every day? Mm-hmm. And a guy said, well, if I go to the, the Appomattox Walmart, I'm not going to carry. Why? Why? That's exactly what I said. Why? There's no golden rule that says no. the bad guy will not attack you in, App- in Appomattox Walmart. Statistically, where are you most of the time? In your comfort zone. Yeah, right, right. So, you know, and, and I've told people that too. The only time I've ever had a near draw, I mm-hmm. was in my town at the local Kroger. Mm-hmm. And I didn't go to yeah, Lynchburg. Right, right. You know, I wasn't up here because people say, well, I'll only carry when I go to Lynchburg. Why? Why? You know, because it, yeah, it can happen up here. Uh-huh. Sure, absolutely. As of late, yeah, that's that's a big That's deal. right. But in our town, yeah, it could happen too. It happens all the time in nice little small country towns. They've had You've, two shootings in the Walmart parking lot down there. In Appomattox? Yes. Wow. Wow. Yes. Uvalde, Texas. Mm-hmm. Little rural town in Texas and look what 19 kids yep. killed. So it's it can happen anywhere. So folks, yep. don't get in the mindset. If you get your concealed permit, carry all the time. Absolutely. Carry, carry it all seven. the time. Have it with you all the time and continue to train. Is it like 5% of the population that carries every day on the daily? Probably so. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what Just, I, the last I had heard was like around 5%. Right. And, and if you're going to carry every day, take some refresher courses. Mm-hmm. Make sure you go shoot. Keep That's a perishable skill. Mm-hmm. Keep your skill up. Uh, watch the, the law. You know, watch the laws. Make sure they don't change. Be a responsible gun owner mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and carry concealed and go unnoticed. Nobody needs to know, you know, that we're carrying concealed. No, no. Get a good holster, uh, a shirt that, that conceals it good. And, yeah, and for yeah. everything that is holy, don't say, don't pull it out when I, when I walk up and go, look what I'm carrying. Oh, my goodness. I did active shooter training at a church in in our area, and the safety team was there. And I'm setting up my AV equipment and everything, and I look back, and this guy has his revolver out. He's on the safety team, and he's showing everybody his gun. Yeah. And I, you know, that's one thing we, in the class, yeah. it doesn't come out. It's not show and tell. It's not a toy. It stays in the holster until you're ready to use it for that's self-defense. Right. You're at your house. You're at the gun range. But <laughs> I, I cringe about that because that's, when they come out of the holster, that's where accidents happen. Yeah. And that also shows that that's not a responsible gun owner yeah. if he's going to take it out of the holster. Well, and that's one of the things that I cover in the class, too. Because yeah. sometimes I have people say, well, I have a really hard time racking a gun. Yeah. Well, I have a, a SIG P238, which right. is probably, it racks like butter. It's just yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you have trouble with your hands, that's a good one. Yeah. So I, I give that, I will let people rack that gun uh-huh. in class. Yeah. And when I hand it to them, the first thing that they do is point it at me. Right. Right. Every time. I get that after they sat through the, the two yeah. and a half hour class. Yeah. And we'll go to the range and they'll look at a gun and they're pointing it. I'm like, do you not listen? Yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with when you're nervous, you lose you lose brain cells when right. you're nervous. You do. And, you do. And you remind them and they immediately correct. But yeah. yeah. And But I also use that as a learning tool. Right. Because I'll tell, I'll point them. I, won't, I don't like to like point it out particularly. Right. Right. I will tell them, yeah. all right, what you just did right there is exactly the reason why I wanted to put this gun in your hand because right. I want to see what you do yeah. when you when I put it in your hand. And you notice the first thing that you did was pointed at my stomach. Right. And I said, when you did that, yeah. did you pay attention to where it was pointed? Right. And they're like, no. I didn't yeah, they don't. It. They don't. So then they're like, oh, I get it. I yep. get it. Okay, yep. I'm sorry. Yep. I'm like, well, just and that's it. okay. They're learning. That's yeah. why we're there and that's we're there to teach them and and um, yeah, that's we're we're patient, and that's yeah. why we learn. Because when we go to the range, you don't want her to make that mistake. No, absolutely, no. that could be bad. Absolutely, could be a bad thing. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. yeah. 
All right. I think this has been a good podcast. Yeah. If you guys have any questions for Tracy, she's on Facebook, Tracy, T-R-A-C-I, Campbell. Um, and you can comment on, you can send us a private message on Facebook. And, yeah. and uh, if you want to hear us talk about something else in a podcast, then send, send uh, her a message, send me a message, and we'll do another podcast. Um, on, uh, but it's, I, I, I think you and I are both big on empowerment yes. and getting people to feel comfortable and secure. It's not about paranoia. It's about giving them the skill, confidence, and, uh, and education to, to, uh, to carry concealed and be Absolutely. a responsible gun owner. Good. I can give my cell phone number too. Yeah, give that cell phone number. It's four three four six six five nine two two six. Say it one more time. Four three four six six five nine two two six. Yep. So call Tracy if you're in the Appomattox area. If you want to take a class from her, she's good. I would uh, recommend her. Um, but remember, if you're going to take a class, Google reviews. Look at people's reviews. See what they're about. Look at the Facebook page. See what they're about. That's right. Yeah. That's right. All right, you guys. Um, concealed or carry concealed. Go unnoticed. Reduce injuries and save lives. Thanks for listening. Take care.